Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Game Cola Podcast. This is podcast number 44. Uh, here with me today are Paul Franzen and Christian Porter. Everyone, introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Paul Franzen. I'm the editor-in-chief of GameCola.net, and I'm also the author of Minus the Pudding, the best of Xbox Live indie games. And I'm Christian Porter, and I write a whole bunch of stuff with GameCola, most notably Top of the Heap and Speak American. When was the last time you did a Speak American, anyway? The other day. Oh, really? Yeah, it just went up. Oh. You obviously didn't care. I I was thinking about it recently. I was like, I haven't seen one in a while. It was about a year. This is the first one since like a year ago yeah, that I actually yeah. got around to making one. That's what I was gonna say. Is uh, I was I was very sad that it hadn't been done in a while. Yeah, you you missed it. He he uh, talked about this really cool game where you it's like a a 2D platformer where you are a baby and you uh, crawl around and hit pigs with your uh, bottle. It was great. Wow. And for some reason it inflates them and then you hit them. I don't get it at all. <laughs> it looked awesome. I would play that game. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't terrible. <laughs> I mean, it looked just like any other uh, SNES-era side-scroller. Yeah, I don't know why they denied that one. I've seen worse. <laughs> yes. How about that? I'll have to go watch it. It's also comical because this won't be up for at least a month, a month and a half. Uh, oh, so the Speak American won't even be new anymore. It won't even be on yeah, the front page be... anymore. Yeah. Two months old. So everyone go look up that Speak America. It might still be on the front page. We don't really update the video section all that often. That's true. <laughs> yes. Although Matt Jonas has been doing a lot of videos lately. He's been trying his hand at that. He's very good at it. They're very Yeah, uh, you know, well produced. I was really impressed by uh, his ninja video. It was very professional looking. Actually, looking at his ninja video, then looking at my Speak American video, I'm kind of sad that I have the film degree. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Do you really? Yeah, I really do. Oh, wow. How about that? So did we uh, get any uh, listener mail from our last uh, episode? Or- uh, we did. Well, actually, uh, we got one listener mail, but we got quite a few comments. One? One. One? One. One. We, the last time we had, like, two episodes of nothing but listener mail. I am disappointed in you people. I know. Ugh. Maybe they do not know how to get in touch with us. How, how can they do that if they want to, uh, you know, ask us a question or give us feedback on the show or give us something to talk about on the show? If they wanted to do anything like that, what they could do is email us at podcast at gamecola.net. They can also uh, comment on the uh, article on the website, or they could comment on the YouTube uh, video when we post it on YouTube. We'll take it any way we can get it. Uh, We got a bunch of comments on the uh, YouTube video, apparently. Starting us off is Rizaman33. Why don't you get all of the GameCola staff who are Back to the Future fans to do commentary? I actually have an update for Rizzy Man about this. Uh, again, this might already be up by the time this podcast goes out, but um, after recording the podcast that he's referring to, uh, Nicola and I together recorded the commentary for Back to the Future Episode 1. Oh. So it should be uh, on YouTube anytime now. Very exciting. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it. It was a lot, it was a lot easier than uh, your general playthrough of a game uh, because we didn't actually have to play it. The footage was already recorded. <laughs> we just had to make funny jokes. That works. Yeah, and make fun of... Uh, Michael Gray's playing style. Huh? <laughs> Poor Michael Gray. Only a little. Uh, let's see. Number two. Oh, here's a good one. Make another Phoenix Wright video walkthrough. This one is from O'Reilly9664. I, I, uh, I don't think there are any games left. <laughs> Just make another one anyway. <laughs> Have someone else make another walkthrough. Yes. We want to see it from another perspective. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, actually, no, I'm sorry. There's still uh, Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney. Nobody's done that one yet. Maybe you can make a walkthrough video for uh, the movie. I actually just saw online that there is uh, some kind of pornographic parody Phoenix Wright game that you can play. Yikes. 
So that would that would be entertaining, I'm sure. But would it be able to be posted on uh, YouTube? It might not. Not without uh, extensive uh, sensor bars everywhere. Thanks. And it's a little, <laughs> little too much work. But it exists. I did see that the one that they're making in Japan, the uh, the Phoenix Wright movie, was being produced or directed by, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name exactly, Takashi, Takashi Mike. And he is the guy that did movies that are not at all like Phoenix Wright, like uh, Ichi the Killer. These really gory Japanese films. That I love you're getting, awesome. you're getting, <laughs> you're getting comically muffled now. Uh-huh. Like progressively as you were speaking. It was pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> Do you want to repeat that, or <laughs> well, if it was funny, you can keep it like it was. Uh, but yeah. So he did uh, other serious movies. Seriously gory movies, not at all the kind of movies you would relate to being like Phoenix Wright. Oh, sounds like fun. It should make things more exciting. Yeah. I also heard that um, for the upcoming Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton game, they're getting the for the Japanese version anyway. Uh, although that is the only version that will exist, uh, they're getting the people who who uh, played the characters in the movie to do the voices in the game. Thought that was kind of a nice touch. Oh. <laughs> though I I do think it's going to be really weird playing a Phoenix Wright game with voices. Yeah, what will happen to the? <laughs> as far as I know, that's what they sound like. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I, I find that, I don't know, maybe maybe you guys have noticed this too, when you play a game that all of a sudden has voice acting that did not previously have voice acting, it it almost never sounds like they always sounded in your head. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. My, my personal example of this is uh, Toe Jam and Earl 3 <laughs> added voices, and all of a sudden they weren't nerds anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they, they became thugs, which uh, d- is not what I was expecting. I always pictured them as being like, Totally radical 90s surfer dudes. <laughs> well, see, I always pictured them as being kind of ironically thuggy, and, and they yeah. weren't, they, they kind of lost the irony in the, in the third game. Although there were that also, was, there were many kind of things they lost in the third game, so. Like, joy. Yes. <laughs> any, any sort of satisfaction from gameplay. <laughs> well, uh, let, let's move on. Uh, num- yes. Number three. I know Zach Rich. I totally do. I painted sets with his younger sister, too. Wow, what a small world. Does, does Zach Rich still write for Game Cola? I, I, that was a comment on a, on a much older video. It was like episode uh, 20, I think. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Uh, it wasn't. <laughs> no, Zach Rich has not appeared in Game Cola in, uh, I guess, a couple years now. Thanks. Maybe just a year. Well, thanks to Hippodamia anyway. Uh, number four. Well, darn, I had a whole long comment, but my computer messed up. Oh, well. I'll just write it when I rewatch this on YouTube, trying to remember the gist of it. It'll probably be all out of order, sorry. I love the Ace Attorney music. I do agree that the translation in Apollo Justice was lacking. What a hunk, haha, ha, Emma. Uh, I also spoiled Phoenix Wright 3 for myself. You got me hooked on Zelda, Michael. Or, and a friend got me hooked on Phoenix Wright. I forgot about it for about two years, then rediscovered it this summer. And I'm in total fangirl mode. At least I remember the end of my comment. Oh, at... 4920. That's my comment. Uh, <laughs> no, I was talking about the PC. I didn't even know they made it for the Wii, but I can totally see how that controls would be bad. Ha. Huh. I remember that Diana Ocarina of Time <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what we're talking about anymore, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to read this whole thing. I kind of I kind of lost the train a while ago. Yeah. About uh, Phoenix right. Wait, hold on. Ha, huh, I remember that day on Ocarina of Time. Game Rage. I think I did... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can move on. 
Hold on, I can do this. I believe in myself. It's not working. No, I'm so close. I think I did. This is your last chance. Yes. I think I did do it a split second too early. Thank you so much. You said my name on a podcast. I feel so special. Now I'm going to copy this in case my computer glitches again. Diana, a.k.a. Angelfire141. A.k.a. Sarah? Uh, Maybe. Who knows? Oh, wait. Actually, uh, number six. What if I told you that my middle name is Sarah? That's also from Diana. There you go. Right? And then Rizaman33 also comments, No, my sister is not Sarah. This was, uh, for anyone who has no idea what's going on anymore, this was a discussion a couple episodes ago about, uh, I believe it was on the Mike and Jetty show. Yes. Um, about how almost all of our fans are named Sarah. Yes, our Sarahs. All right, yes. This is the Sarah Mail part of the podcast. Yes, the Sarah Mail. They're not fans, they're Sarahs. Yes. Any more Sarahs have anything to say? Let's see, uh, we got three more. Or actually, well, two more Sarahs, uh, were, but three. Were, were there any questions in, in, in any of those things to discuss? Did we, did we miss anything? Uh... Yeah. Not really questions. Okay. But I didn't know if there was if if, if there were any uh, expected responses there. Uh. Well. Okay. Uh. Number seven. Games I'd never recommend. Uh. Sonic Blast on the Game Gear, Crash Bandicoot Fusion slash Spyro Fusion for the GBA, and a lot of Disney Pixar games. I'm looking at you, Narnia: The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe for GBA. Uh. That's from Sex Dude Malloy. Then. Uh. Eight. Twas a great podcast. I watched it both on the GC website and here on YouTube. Looking forward to the next one. Speaking of which, are we still going to go ahead with the having a game cool viewer on the podcast thing? Oh, are we? Uh, I do believe we may. Yeah. But uh, that that is to be seen depending on uh, how our discussions go. If we come across a topic that we uh, are stumped on, we will have to phone a friend. Phone a Sarah. Yes, phone a Sarah. And uh, that's all as far as the Sarah mail goes. Thank you to all of our Sarahs for leaving messages for us. Yeah. Oh, actually, I forgot. Coming back to the big one, the one that uh, everyone has been waiting for. Hello, Game Cola podcast. Mike here from the Mike and Jetty show. Yes. (laughs) Wait, uh, wait. I'm going to stop you there. uh Uh-oh. We got one letter this month, right? Yeah. And it was from one of us. Yeah. Okay. Is that a problem? I'm just I'm just so disappointed in the Sarahs this month, that's all. If Michael Gray listens to the podcast, he's still technically a Sarah. Just because he was in that podcast doesn't mean that he can't listen to it. Oh. Well, he, could be, he could be both a Michael and a Sarah. He could be Michael Sarah. Whoa, wow. Didn't we talk about having Michael Sarah on the podcast before? <laughs> You guys talked about it on the Mike and Jetty show, and I was I was kicking myself because I actually had a, a a comment on that that I wanted to bring up real quick. Um, oh, so you oh, but you can be a Sarah this time. You my and my comment uh, would have been if I were there that um on one of my videos on YouTube, uh, someone described me as um I that they said that I sound like Michael Sarah except without the funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thanks. Oh, I mean, cool. Perhaps the biggest insult I have ever heard in my life. Wow. Yeah. Thank does you, that mean Internet. That, does that mean that the greatest compliment would be that you do sound like Michael Sarah? <laughs> I think a compliment would in no way involve Michael Sarah. No. <laughs> well, uh. mm. anyway. Okay, so we got a letter from Michael Sarah. <laughs> Apparently. Uh... I thought I would write in with a podcast topic that I was going to bring up during the show, 
but I didn't bring it up because we ran out of time. The topic is cosplay. About three years ago, I was talking with one of my buddies about anime conventions. He says that anime conventions are a lot of fun, but they're even better when you go dressed up as an anime character. My friend went on to say that anime conventions are even better if you meet other cosplayers. For example, if you go to a convention dressed like Super Mario, it is loads of fun if you meet people there who are dressed like other Mario characters. Super, super who now? I, I appreciate you're using the correct pronunciation this episode. <laughs> I, I did see, Paul, that you posted on Facebook that uh, it is so the substantial proof of the, I'm, of, of the pronunciation, of, of me pronouncing it correctly. Conclusive evidence. Yes, absolutely. It's a, it's a commercial from when uh, Super Mario 2 originally came out. And the voiceover guy, he says Mario. Very clearly. Case closed. Done and done. Yeah. Mario himself <laughs> pronouncing his name. Mario 64 and Bob Hoskins as Mario. Oh. As not only Mario, as Mario Mario. <laughs> oh, well, the movie cannot, you cannot consider that canon. Fair enough. You cannot consider that more canon than the Goofy commercial, anyway. <laughs> Mario Mario and Luigi Mario. They perhaps cancel each other out. Okay. I'll accept that. I was listening to another podcast where the, where, uh, the host kept saying Mario also. Yeah. Where are they from? Oh, they're from South Jersey, actually. Oh, really? Like I'm me. amazed. Yeah. <laughs> Not only that, my former English teacher. That's right. Yikes. He would know things about, about pronunciation. No, he wouldn't. He's from Jersey. <laughs> and yes, I'm just going to skip right over the part where I'm listening to a podcast hosted by my former high school English teacher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Uh, yeah, it would be loads of fun if you could meet people there who are dressed like other Mario characters. That way you can roleplay as the various characters you are dressed up as. Uh, I thought the idea of dressing up like anime characters than pretending to be them was rather weird myself. Fast forward to two months ago. One of the recommended videos that YouTube put up with my Phoenix Wright walkthroughs was a video of people roleplaying as Phoenix Wright characters at an anime convention. I watched it, and guess who starred in the video? That's right! The friend I was talking to about cosplaying at conventions. Not only that, but he was with a group of Phoenix Wright cosplayers. He played Detective Gumshoe, while Paul Franzen played the girl character. I'm sorry? That's right. Paul. Um, I, I, I cannot confirm this. You can't confirm that you have ever cosplayed no. a Phoenix Wright I, character. I, I can confirm that I haven't. <laughs> I don't know. He has a video here. This is, this, well, here's, here's the key thing. Is there a beard? <laughs> I have not watched the video. <laughs> you did not watch <laughs> I don't know. Now, see, uh, now this is my question. Is this just Sarah making something up, or does the video actually cite someone else named Paul Franzen playing this character? Uh, here, hold on. I will, I will, okay. we can take a short break for you to watch this video. We can all go and watch, uh... Is this girl with the blue-green hair supposed to be Paul? I think it is Paul Franzen. Okay, okay. Wait, that girl is supposed to be me? Well, no, you're the girl. Well, my, my hair isn't that color. Well, no, you're wearing a wig, obviously. I'm also not a girl. <laughs> well, that might not be a girl. <laughs> he does stumble over Sir Ma'am. I don't know. I... Oh, my God, he just killed that person. I think that's uh, very... Wait, wait, did, it, did anyone just uh, see Jesus in the background? Yeah. I don't know. What, what anime is he in? <laughs> oh come on that doesn't even look like me i don't know he says it's I, you i don't even see the face very well there is nothing in this youtube information that says paul franz in anywhere i'm gonna call shenanigans it's on this obviously paul obviously paul it says oh francis i don't know 
I've never once cosplayed in my entire life. I I have I can't really see the face, so I think I have to assume that it is Paul. Yeah, obviously. I, I, I think you can assume that it's not. I think that's the logical conclusion. Oh. Yeah, obviously. If Michael Gray said it, obviously it's truth. Michael Gray has said it. The onus of proof is on you now. Yeah. To prove that, it, well, again, my hair isn't that color. I, I think that's that's enough. <laughs> I don't know. Judging by your picture on Skype, it looks like a similar haircut, though. Did you see a beard on that person? You can shave. Can you imagine any scenario in which I would shave my beard? Prosthetic chin. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> you have a, a fake chin covering <laughs> your beard. I think you got me. <laughs> yes. Did, did, uh, did, did Sarah have anything else in his email? Yes, he continues to say, uh, we should try to get him on the podcast to talk about that. Although that probably won't work because I never saw him again after graduation. I, I'm pretty I'm sure he's, he's still, still... I'm pretty sure he's still talking about you, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> so here are my questions about cosplay for the podcasters. Number one, have you ever dressed up as a video game character for a convention or Halloween or as a joke or something like that? Uh, okay, let's actually just go ahead and answer these questions. Should we do them in order? Okay. Yeah, instead of me trying to read all of them, because we tried that in the last couple podcasts and failed miserably. So, okay, uh, yes. have you ever dressed up as a video game character? Not yet. Yet. I don't believe I have, but I'm not against the idea. Yeah, I, uh, I've been to conventions before, but I've never dressed up. Uh, I will say, however, that uh, I am currently creating a costume for the main character in my own game, oh. Life in the Dorms, uh, in preparation uh, to produce a trailer for it. Wow. Yeah. I, I, the, the head is sitting right over here. It looks like it's the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life, actually. Oh, I is... saw that. I didn't realize it was so large, though. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I didn't. No, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a big cardboard box that's going to slip right over my own head. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that is... It, it, I just took a cardboard box, right, and um, I glued computer paper all over it so I could paint on it a little more easily. Then I just painted the character's face on it, and then I'm going to stick it on my head. I think now that you have that, you should make an FMV sequel. <laughs> Thanks. I kind of want to make a, a, a video where I'm just, like, walking around doing adventure game person stuff, like picking objects up and trying to combine them by smashing them together, but I'm not <laughs> sure I'm clever enough to actually make that funny. Yeah. Uh, oh, what was it called? Mega 64? Is that what it was? Yeah. I was just going to say uh, I could imagine you standing around outside of a grocery store and trying to, you know, use items on uh, NPCs. <laughs> well, just, just even just wearing it out and just recording people's reactions even. Yeah. But no, I, I, I don't have uh, the anything to do that. I cannot do that. Yeah. I just uh, remember when he was trying to do uh, Shenmue or whatever that game is called, and he just wandered around asking people, like, do you know where there are any sailors? <laughs> what do you know <laughs> of the language of Chinese? Didn't he almost get arrested in that one, too? I think so. I think I remember someone calling him a cop. We actually own the Mega 64 Season 1 DVD. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Wow. Probably one of six in creation. Wow. Does that have the uh, River City Ransom one? Cause it does, yes. yes. With, with, he has the coins in his pocket. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was one of my favorites. Just a uh, barf! Dropping all of the coins. I don't think I'm going to do any of those things with my head. <laughs> Sadly. Hey, uh, uh, so any, anyone else? I think, Christian, you said no, but you're, no. you're not opposed. Nope, not at all. Maybe next pack. I, I've been to conventions, but I have not dressed up. So number two, have you ever done role-playing while dressed up as a video game character, which I guess we can already say none of us have. Yeah, we can. No. Kind of roll that one out. 
number three. Who would be the coolest video game characters to role-play as? That's a good one. If anyone says Phoenix right, I'm going to scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Christian, you weren't you weren't here for the last recording, and the episode hasn't been posted yet, but I had kind of a mental breakdown about people asking about Phoenix right too much. We might as well <laughs> I just cannot handle it anymore. I, I, I have not played the game since, like, 2007, and it is I cannot talk about it anymore. <laughs> without completely ruining everything that has to do with anything with those games. Yeah. Uh, do note that someone posted on our last YouTube video of the podcast uh, that we need to do more walkthroughs for Phoenix Wright. <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get right on that. Yeah, yes, sir. You know, someone dressed as Mario riding around in a go-kart. <laughs> throwing, be fun. throwing bananas at people? Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. Actually, a costume that I saw once that was awesome was uh, for the Boston zombie walk that they have. Somebody strapped a Dreamcast to their back and, like, mounted a keyboard in front of them and had zombies hold up these phrases in front of them, so it looked like typing with the dead. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Which I thought was just an insane reference, and I loved it. It took me a while to figure out what you were saying, but yes, that is pretty amazing. Uh, Side note, does... Does the Boston Zombie Walk have anything to do with the Boston Zombie 5K? Are those the same thing, or are those different things? I think they're different. Oh. So I've, I've, I've been getting into running lately and signing up for all kinds of 5Ks, and I came across one that was a, a Zombie Obstacle Course 5K. D- yeah, it was, that's it was, one that's it was coming. in the Boston area. My cousin just did the Warrior Dash one, and that yeah. one is coming, the, uh, the zombie one. And that looks cool. Yeah, it sounds like I, I kind of want to sign up for it, but I have to decide, like, it's it's not until next spring, but I have to decide in the next week. Otherwise, it's going to cost ten more dollars. Yeah, that's harsh. Yeah, I would do it, but I get winded going up my front steps. <laughs> and, and and plus, there's there's a spectator fee. I couldn't just like bring my wife and and have her there cheering me on. She would have to pay money what? to to do this. That's ridiculous. Yeah, just sell some merchandise there. That'll make your money back on the spectator. Seems like a neat idea, though. Anyway, um, cool cool costumes. Yeah, coolest video game characters to role play as. Hmm. How about so uh, Monkey Island characters, and then you're actually doing, like, real-life insult sword fighting? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Unscripted, too. Improv insult sword fighting. Whoa. How appropriate you've... Oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know. My ideas all have to do with activities. Yeah. Actually, I would like uh, to be the main character from the Atari game Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Just be a giant yellow box. <laughs> actually, at a convention I went to while I was still in high school... Uh, there was someone who dressed as an, an enormous uh, Atari cartridge. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Wow. It would be fun to make, like, uh, a Sackboy costume. I'm sure someone's actually done this before, but, like, actually make it out of, like, a burlap sack. Like, a real authentic Sackboy costume. Yikes. They're probably for sale on Etsy. <laughs> it probably is. Aren't we supposed to have a column about that or something? Yeah, you know, there, that was in talks. I don't know if it's uh, moving forward at all. Maybe it will be by the time this podcast is released. Maybe it will be. I'll have to check in with Nicola about that. Yeah. I think he called dibs. Yeah. Anyway, uh, number four. Would you like to roleplay as a video game character? Why don't you try it right now? I'm pretty sure that Paul volunteered to play the girl character again. What? Why? Why? Oh. Stop doing this to me. Objection. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does that does that count? That was good. Yeah, thanks. And that was the girl character. That was my role playing. We weren't really married to our roles. <laughs> we have a lot of role playing skills. The, the one or two times I've played D and D, pretty much just stuck to like playing a dumb character who says dumb things all the time. Magic missile. Pretty easy. Pretty easy. Magic missile. 
That's what I did the one time that my friends got me to play uh, Vampire the Masquerade. I just, uh, I was just an idiot. <laughs> and then I never played again. <laughs> did you never play again by choice, or that they never wanted to play with you again? It was it was uh, by choice, actually. They were asking me to play again. I was like, I don't understand. I don't get it at all. Yeah, I always feel kind of stupid doing it. <laughs> Is the thing. It <laughs> well, always, it always seems like, and I, I don't mean that at all as an insult to people who play D and D. I mean that as an insult to myself. <laughs> I, I can't get past the I feel like an idiot pretending to be someone part. That's my that's my problem. Actually, uh, I was doing Dungeons and Dragons for a while. I think I might have briefly mentioned uh, that I was doing like a Skype D and D session with some like international people. I forget, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, it was pretty good, and actually. Uh, I was doing pretty well because, uh, like, halfway through the uh, scenario or whatever, the DM is like, hey, I'm going to give you, like, this awesome flying horse mount uh, for you to, like, ride around on. Just, like, for no reason. Nice. I just thought I was really good, so he decided to give me this. Thing. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not bad. Um, I, I remember um, my very first time playing... Um, they decided to make me, like, the main character for that session. And it was, like, the first session of that game, too. Yeah. And I had, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. So I would be like, uh, my character goes down to the shipyard and hits people. <laughs> and then bad things happened. It was really weird. Yikes. I'm surprised. I was, just, I was so confused. Like, I was just, like, barging into people's ships, stealing everything. I was a good-aligned character, too, so <laughs> I don't know why I was able to even get away with that. It was a lot of fun, though. I actually did really, really enjoy playing. I just was not good at it. Yeah. It's the thing. It's the thought that counts. Um, what, what else does uh, Michael Sarah say in his letter? Good luck podcasting. Oh, thanks. Uh, I fixed my mic and we're done with all the questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, you were trying to tell us about some vampire story, I think. Uh, how much of it went through? <laughs> uh, Not a lot of it. Okay. Well, uh, I was saying that my friends played Vampire the Masquerade in college. And they got me to join this. And I was like, how do you do it? How do you even play this? And they said, you just act like your character, and you can do whatever you want. So the first thing I did, they were like, you can't do that. You're talking to the queen. <laughs> oh, the queen. The queen of this area. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so then I never played again. Uh-huh. Now, how, how does a Vampire the Masquerade differ from D&D? I have no idea. I've never okay. played D&D. Uh, D&D seems to make some kind of semblance of sense, because in this game, it seemed like you fill out a character sheet, and then you throw it out and do whatever. <laughs> So is it just like a setting, or is there uh, a set storyline that you have to play whenever you play this game? I think someone was making the storyline, or the storyline was kind of made as we went. I really yeah. didn't get it at all. <laughs> well, that, I mean, that's uh, my limited knowledge of D&D talking here. That's um, how the campaigns I've always played and worked, is that the dungeon master pretty much just writes the story, comes up with all the encounters, does all that stuff, and kind of uses the book as a reference for, like, this is how many hit points this monster has. This is what how much gold this item it is. Stuff like that. That sounds better. That sounds more structured than what I played, <laughs> and I, I could probably handle that eventually. I think the difference between different systems is usually like, oh, well, you can get you know six feats, and you can get uh, twelve powers or whatever. Uh, like how the uh, stat systems work and all that is what makes the difference between. Okay. So, did you have feats and powers and stats and stuff, Christian? There were some kind of stats on a uh, character sheet, but on the whole, it was just people doing whatever they wanted and occasionally playing uh, rock, paper, scissors. Oh, exciting times. Yes. At that point, I just decided I'm going to go home and I'm going to play Punch-Out. 
<laughs> it sounds like a much better. Uh, uh, the, the NES version, right? Not the Wii version. Yeah, because it, the Wii didn't ex- exist at that time. Okay. okay. It was what, 2000. What about Super Punch Out? Super Punch Out existed. I don't, I don't really care for Super Punch Out, though. I don't think anyone did. Sad, Hard. Sadly. Wii one wasn't that good either. I didn't mind it. I thought the Wii one was okay. Yeah. I don't. Know. But, I don't. I don't. I. 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 I don't know what I was expecting when I played it. Because on the one hand, if they had changed the gameplay too much, I would have been like, this is terrible, this isn't even Punch-Out. But they didn't change it at all. So it was like the same exact game, and I didn't like that either. So I, I honestly, I don't know what they would have had to have done to please me. Considering the changes they've been making to games lately, I'm perfectly happy with Nintendo <laughs> not making any changes. Um, it, 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 there was a way to... It had fancy motion controls, right? Did you use those at all? <laughs> No. <laughs> yeah, I never bothered. Maybe that would have made it more interesting for me. Did any, no, I, I shut that off. Did anyone play, uh, wasn't the 3DS, didn't didn't that have uh, pilot wings? I played it at PAX. How was it? Uh, I didn't know if I was playing a game or if I was in the menu. That's right, you've mentioned that before. Yeah, so <laughs> that's about how fun it is. <laughs> wow. I've now been a proud 3DS owner since May. Somebody asked me how many 3DS games I own. How many uh, how many 3DS games do you own? I own zero. Oh, cool. <laughs> I don't yes. own a single 3DS game. How's that 3D paperweight working out for you? <laughs> you know what? I'm not actually complaining, though, because I, I am working under the assumption that some games will come out at some point, and in the meantime, um, it's a pretty damn big upgrade from the old fat DS I was using, like the, the Generation 1 DS. Like, um, I, I think I've made a comment about this on some post, but I can actually see... What's going on in the screen, no matter what the lighting situation is. That is nice. Like, like with the old DS, like, the lighting just had to be perfect, like, enough that, you know, you could read everything, but not so much that there's big glares all over the screen. With this one, it just works. Wow. And it, it also doesn't weigh a lot, which is nice. So I've been Did using you get it to, to cash play. In? Did you get What's to that? cash in on that down, the downloadable games, all those free I ones? Did. I did. I downloaded all, all ten uh, NES and whatever games. I didn't actually play any of them, though. Well, yeah. that's good. <laughs> I do want to go back and play Super Mario Brothers at some point, because uh, that game has been haunting me since I was a child, because I could never beat the last level. You know, I've actually never beaten it either. I always get to 8-2, I, I've gotten, I would just quit. I've gotten to the castle, but I never got to the end of it. I think by the time I I was going to like buckle down and beat it, other games that were better came out, so I was like, forget it. And that's been the story of my life ever since. Yeah, I find it comical, some of the like games that I used to play, that I used to play for like hours and hours every day, like for weeks. And now there are just so many games. It's like if I get stuck on a game, I'll just move to a different one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm playing like I, I have a running list. I, I think I'm simultaneously playing like a dozen games right now. <laughs> I try to keep myself from doing that, but I always end up doing it again. <laughs> well, like I remember way back when there were two games that I did this with. One was Soul Blazer and the other was Seventh Saga. That's one of the ones I'm in the middle of, Soul Blazer. It's a good one. It's a classic. I love Soul Blazer. But what happened is, like, there weren't a lot of new games coming out, and I really like Soul Blazer. So what I did is uh, I wanted to get my character to max level on Soul Blazer. And you can beat the game at, like, level 20. And EXP goes up, like, exponentially after that. So you never really get past that. Uh, but I made it all the way to the max level, which is 50. Uh, basically just grinding for hours every day after school. For no real reason, because I'd already... That sounds like a nightmare. In Soul Blazer? In Soul Blazer. Can you even grind in that game? I thought, like, all the enemies go away after you kill them and you, like, step on the green thing. Okay, yes. Uh, <laughs> but 
It's complicated, I see. Well, okay, there are some enemies that just uh, regenerate. Uh, mm-hmm. m- most notably, there are these rolling block things uh, in the final level that just like roll back and forth and they give you 4,000 EXP. And basically, I would just cruise through, like walk out one exit, walk back in that exit, go the other direction, walk out the other exit on the other side, come back, and I would do that for hours at a time. For and seven years. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I made it to level 50, and then I was very disappointed. Like, it didn't do anything for me. Like, there was no point in doing it. Just, uh, yeah. And the other one was Seventh Saga. Uh, it's an impossible game to beat, so my plan was, well, okay, I will level up in the beginning to the max level, so that way the apprentices, who are always supposed to be, like, the same level as you, like, I would be... They they couldn't be more powerful than me if I got to max level, right? Sure. Yeah, so that was my brilliant plan, is that in the very beginning of the game, I would get to max level before starting the rest of the game. <laughs> and I I did a pretty decent job, but the max level is like 75, and it requires, you know, hundreds of thousands of EXP points, and you're getting like 10 or 20 from the monsters in the beginning yeah. of the game. <laughs> so. And later in the game, game like... <laughs> <laughs> no... Yeah, uh, those are the things that I did with my time when I was a little dude. (laughs) And actually, uh, I think I eventually got to, like, level 50, and I was like, whatever, this should be good enough, and then I got completely owned, like, the first time that I fought with one of the apprentices. I was like, oh, never mind. (laughs) Back to work. (laughs) Yeah, but, uh, anyway, uh... So what do we? So we got we got through the letters. We got through the comments. Yeah. Anything else on the docket? No. Oh. Sounds like a Phoenix Wright reference right there. <laughs> Don't do that to me. <laughs> uh, do we want to call a uh, a podcast listener? I think we do. We can ask them perhaps about uh cosplay. I was actually uh, thinking exactly that. Since none of us have much experience with it, maybe uh, we can find a podcast, uh, a Sarah who does. Yes, we're going to go ahead and call Sax Dude, uh, who is uh, one of our greatest fans. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and add him to the call here. Okay. Let's see how this goes. Be... Uh, oh. What? Oh, because he's international. Oh no! Oh, is you... it not going to work? Uh, you probably have to pay for that crap. Well, oh. no, but that's the thing is that I do. But the thing, oh. but the. Uh, the de- the deal is uh, it only does like U.S. and Canada. Oh. I hope Prismaan. Oh wait, um, I I might actually have his Skype name handy oh. if he happened to be on Skype. Actually, that's true. Let me uh, let me. If he happened to be on at the time. Okay. Uh, I have Prismaan's phone number. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and uh, add. Do you wanna do you wanna redo an introduction for him? Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, we're going to go ahead and add uh, Rizaman, one of Game Cola's uh, biggest podcast fans, or uh, should I say our Sarah's. Uh, we're going to go ahead and give him a phone call so he can tell us about uh, cosplay, since we didn't really have much to say on that topic. Let's see. Uh, Hopefully he knows something about yeah, it. Yeah, add to call. Let's see how this goes. Hey, Rizaman, ever, con- ever cosplayed before? Yeah. No. Thank oh, you. God, it's ringing. Oh, God. Jetty, you're in charge of talking. Am I? Hello? Hello, is this Rizaman? Yep. Yes, this is uh, Jetty from the Game Cola podcast. Hey, Jetty, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, we were having trouble with a topic here, so we figured we would give a call to one of our fans, and uh, you're the one who we, well, the only one we could actually contact. So, uh, are you ready? Yep. 
Hi. Uh, somebody wrote in and was talking about cosplay. Have you ever uh, cosplayed a video game character? Mm, no, but I've seen a lot of it online. Oh. Well, none of us have cosplayed either. We were hoping that maybe uh, you had. No, I'm not. I'm not really into that, honestly. No? You're welcome to make something up if you'd like. That's true. This is... <laughs> by the way, uh, I've got... We're completely fine with lies. I've got Paul Franz and Christian Porter over here with me, just to let you know. Hey, Rizzy Man. Hi, Rizzy Man. Hey, how's it uh, Call me John. Oh, we're on first-name basis now. Okay. How's it going? Going good. Uh, hey, let's see. Uh... If you were to cosplay, who would you cosplay as? There we go. <laughs> Link. Link? Yeah, from the Legend of Zelda. And he's never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause the guy you play as is in Legend of Zelda, even though his real name's not Z- not Zelda. Or, right? not Everyone his, knows at Zelda. Yeah, it was good. when I play, his name is usually Paul. <laughs> <laughs> name something vulgar when I play it. But. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I'd like to cosplay as Metroid. <laughs> he's really cool. <laughs> Um, that's a she. <laughs> what are you talking about? The guy's name is Metroid, obviously. <laughs> wow. We we got a lot. We got in a it's lot of a trouble. Gr- it's once, a girl so. under that suit, my friend. Yikes. We got into a lot of trouble in the site with that one time. We had uh, someone who started their review making a joke, uh, pretending ignorance uh, <laughs> about thinking it was a boy. We got a lot of nasty comments about that. Really? Oh, I have to do the that. The people didn't read the whole article. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I must do this. Yes. Hard to imagine nerds being angry on the internet, but there you go. I'm right. amazed. Well, uh, hold on, let's see. Uh, Mike wrote in, he said, have you ever dressed as a video game character? No. Uh, have you ever done roleplay? Well, no. Uh, and I guess the answer to who would be the coolest video game character to roleplay as was Link. And then he asked us to roleplay some video game characters right now. So let's go ahead and do this. Uh, I'm going to be Metroid. I'll be Halo. <laughs> I, I call dibs on Tetris. <laughs> I'd say Link, but he doesn't talk much. Oh, this is going to be hard. perfect. That just makes it easy. And neither does Tetris. <laughs> Turns out of all of us, you guys are the geniuses. Okay, wait, all right, I'm, I'll start, guys. Oh, I'm falling down from the sky. Uh-oh. Uh. Ah! Pew, 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 pew. I, I sure oh, am tired of all shot. these a- alien hordes. <laughs> My flashlight is terrible. Uh, hey, guys, I'm on the ground now, and uh, I'm, I'm now another one is, is falling. I'm jumping, and the gravity is very low in here. You le- uh, Someone left the space in between me. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> Uh, a, ch- a child is controlling me and calling people racial epithets. There's a lot of bugs in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, One just wasted a long piece. It was stupid. Okay, I think that's enough. I think that was a real great A piece of theater. That was some of the finest role playing in the history of the internet. I think. Yes. <laughs> hey. Uh. Well, thank you, John. I, I think uh, that's all that we had for you for today. That was limited. Yeah. We uh. <laughs> We were hoping maybe you had more to say about the topic, but uh, sadly, I guess not. In fact, that was limited could be the whole slogan of this podcast. Yeah, kind of. Do you have anything to say about Phoenix Here's Wright? for you. Don't, huh? don't, don't do that. I'm sorry, what was the question? I didn't quite hear that. Uh, I don't think Paul wants me to repeat it. <laughs> kind of hurt that. <laughs> Jetty would like to know if you have anything to say about Phoenix Wright. Um, he's awesome, and I wish he'd become a lawyer again instead of being a lazy pianist. <laughs>
do you think we need to do some uh, more Phoenix Wright walkthroughs? Um, considering there's only one more Phoenix Wright game you guys haven't done, I'd say yeah. <laughs> do you think we should go ahead and do Apollo uh, j- uh, Apollo Justice? Sure. What do you think, Paul? I don't think anyone wants to. <laughs> as long as uh, whoever's doing it doesn't start crying when they first see Phoenix. <laughs> Uh, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> we can force my I can do it. I have a heart of stone. <laughs> You've also not played any Phoenix Wright games before. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so my view won't be taken. Yeah, so um, the fourth game might be a bad place to start. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, have you, have you played Apollo Justice before? Um, Not not really, because, I, because I'm mostly lazy and I don't have much money in my wallet. Mm. That usually restricts things. That's no, I just basically be lazy and just read it. Just read about it. Actually, that's that's what I did with Apollo Justice too. It was what inspired me to not play it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the only one. So, do we have any other topics? What other topics did we even talk about in the podcast? Uh, we talked about D and D a lot. Video games. Video games. Yes, we do tend to talk about video games. Have you ever uh, played Dungeons and Dragons, Rizaman or John? No. No. For the same reason why I don't play World of Warcraft. I haven't played World of Warcraft either. Good. Uh, running out of topics here. I think I think that's all we got, Jetty. Yeah, well, I was I don't know. I guess we uh we've been recording for a little over an hour, so I guess that's uh as good as it's gonna get. But well, thank you, uh, John, for your. Wait, I'm trying to think of a topic. <laughs> no, do you have a topic? Um, new Mario game. You guys excited about that? Is there a new Mario game? Yeah, it's a there's 3D at Mario 3D or no, sorry, it's a Super Mario Land 3D or something like that. 3D Land Mario. Those, those combinations of words. The man said Mario, actually. <laughs> well, he I pronounced it wrong. Game. Yeah, what was wrong with Super Mario 3D? I like that one a lot better. Wait, so what? what is it being called? It's called Super Mario 3D Land. 3D Land, well... Hmm. I don't know why they put the land in well, there. It just makes me think it's a Game Boy game. Technically... Well, that's, that's probably it. They're trying to, to play it off like it's the spiritual success for, a successor to uh, the Mario Land games. Because I'm assuming this is for the 3DS, right? It's actually for the Super Nintendo. What? No, that's not what <laughs> right. you just said. Uh, yeah, it's, it's for the 3DS, and it's going to be in 3D. Whoa. Yeah. See, I would assume the land is because it's on a mobile system. Mm-hmm. But actually, uh, part of the marketing involved uh, the 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 idea that Raccoon Suit Mario was going to be returning in this game, and that was not in any of the Game Boy games. So huh. I think they're they're just very confused. It's exciting. One of my biggest complaints about that it seems that Mario seems to be moving a little too slow. Really? I mean, compared to what he was running in the uh, Super Mario 64, that he was broken. <laughs> huh. Pretty fast for a fat guy. He does kind of have stubby little legs. Mm. <laughs> I believe the answer is blast processing. Well, personally, um, and this is going to be a very unpopular opinion, but I'm kind of off uh, 3D Mario games at this point. In 3D, I mean running around in three dimensions and, and not a 2D platformer, that kind of 3D. Um, I, I've, I've never promise. played one that I've actually gotten into all that much. Hmm. I would say Mario 64 was a good game, but... It's it was not. Good while, it wasn't really a Mario game. It, yes. It was great while it was out because it was like the only one. And also, yes. Star Fox on the SNES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it was so impressive at the time because, oh my God, Polycons, check that out. <laughs> Whoa. That's, that's a, bizarre. <laughs> he but has yeah, at least I, six I mean, of them. I got with a giant bird. Oh, took my hat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've actually gone back and played it pretty recently, and I only got like halfway through before just getting frustrated at the stupid camera angles and quitting, <laughs> which. 
awesomely is actually what happened with me with uh, Super Mario Galaxy as well, ten years <laughs> later. Wish they'd figure that out. So I don't know. I I would be I was more interested in Super Mario 3D when I thought it was going to be a side scroller. Oh, so this newest one with the raccoon suit is not. It's going to be. Yes. Okay. Huh. Well, I don't own a 3DS anyway, so it's irrelevant to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a shout-out. <laughs> um, okay, new topic. Um, you see those I, I feel like that's kind of a, a running theme with us, is we talk about a video game, and then we all talk about how we're either not interested or don't like it. <laughs> or negative kind of podcast. Just like oh, negative old men. Yeah. The Waldorf anyway, uh, Statler of the podcast world. Yes. Uh, do we have any topics? Um, do you see how ugly the screenshots were for Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton? Yes. In fact, they uh, just posted a trailer recently, too, and it looks even worse in, in motion. Uh, I just, uh, it just, it looked so cool. I really enjoyed the 2D sprite look of a Phoenix Wright, and now, it, I mean, they, it, it, it looks exactly like uh, Dragon Quest Eight, which makes sense because it's the same developer, but it, it the graphics have no soul. <laughs> They better push that up, otherwise I'm going to go to level 5 and make a thinker statue and whack them upside the head. <laughs> that was an awesome Phoenix Wright reference. I'm going to give you credit for that one. I actually got that one. I played through that case. That was that was excellent. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I was getting uh, pangs of Turtles in Time reshelled when I saw the graphics <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. But it's okay, because it's never going to come out in the U.S. anyway. Hello, welcome to the negative cast. I'm negative. <laughs> and I'm Jetty. Um, oh, new topic. Um, what's the worst video game you guys have ever played? Quest 64. <laughs> Mortal uh, Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, that was... oh, Pit Fighter. What is Pit Fighter? Uh, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> It's like an unresponsive, terrible fighting game. Yeah. Uh, I have never won because uh, yeah, it's just impossible to actually do anything. And, of course, uh, the computer cheats. So. Oh, yeah. Better or more or hey, less than in uh, Mario Party. <laughs> oh, never... God, I hate that kid. Never let the computer be Peach. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that one, she cheats more than all the other characters. I swear. <laughs> I mean, really, every time I choose Waluigi to be a computer player, he just oh, literally... I always play as Waluigi. He's the best one. <laughs> <laughs> You're lousy. I actually went to Target the other day, and the only Nintendo costume they had was Waluigi. No. And all I could think was, what a weird selection. <laughs> what a, what, a what character they always do for games. So, and he doesn't even make sense. Like, Mar Wario is, like, a weird version of Mario, but Luigi is just Luigi with wah before it. Yeah. yeah well, well, clearly it should be, like, two Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Best you're going to get turning the L upside down. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I read that a wah in Japanese actually means bad. Oh. Oh, so it makes sense there. Although I guess Wario makes even more sense. But still. Um, uh. I don't know. I was kind of never on board with Wario as a character from the get-go. Wario's name is actually Bad-Ario. <laughs> <laughs> now, see, if they translated it that way in the U.S., that would be awesome. Bad-Ario. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've never really been on board with the the idea that the hu that the, the villain is just the negative version of the hero. But well, so Wario kind of got me on board with games like uh, WarioWare and stuff like that. I love those games. Yes. Which actually... I've never played one of those games. How good are they? 
You should check them out. It's actually one of the only Wii games with motion controls that I actually like. <laughs> and it also is one of the first or very early Wii game, if I'm unless I'm mistaken. Pretty early, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Game Boy Advance game is no slouch either. No, I like that one too. If I, you like nose-picking video games, it's for you. What was the video game that you reviewed recently in a, a Minus the Pudding, where you were like a bicycle? God, that was... That was a fever dream. It was a bunch of random letters that probably make sense to somebody, but not me. Because I don't, I, I, it was like it was like a message board turned into a video game. <laughs> it's the only way I can describe it. Because or like a, or like like, a chat room. It, it kind of was. Yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, we're we're yeah. I watched, it just looks like a cocaine fueled fever dream. And there were there were like there's three other mini games in there too that I didn't even talk about because I, I my mind was just in pieces all over the room. I couldn't I couldn't handle anymore. I did very much enjoy watching you play that game. <laughs> Thank you. I actually had to record footage of it with my little digital camera on my coffee table because I don't know how to record footage of Xbox through my computer. Uh-huh. It and actually it was fun because I I, I had to like. Uh, prepare my my living room to be a recording studio too, so I had to like shut all the windows, turn the AC off, and uh, <laughs> detach the water bottle from the bunny rabbit cage because they were too huh? loud. Wow. Oh, it was it was intense. Yeah, I tried recording v- gameplay from my uh, Nintendo Wii, but for some reason it wouldn't work, so I ended up doing it off of my uh, 3DS. Hmm. And not with the wires, I literally just had the camera zoom right into it, and it looked perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard <laughs> to get good footage that yep. way. That was perfect. So you can you I guess you can then send uh, stuff recorded on the 3ds to your computer somehow. Is that true? Um, n- no. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be too useful. <laughs> Way too useful. <laughs> so what's new? <laughs> Do I have a family? Yeah. Oh, new question. Just out of it. Oh, what do we got? Um, how does playing video games or something in a a feature in a video game ever help you in real life? Huh. It gives me something to do while I escape it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes if a game's really bad, then I can stop playing it and do something productive instead. Uh, That's true, actually. Playing Phoenix Wright made me a highly successful lawyer. Stop it. (laughs) I actually did that once. Like, during school, I I saw somebody lying, and I totally... (laughs) You can guess what happened. Well, I did. I did learn how to become a world class uh, surgeon after playing Trauma Center. You just have to invoke the Dark Lord. I did. I did successfully perform spleen surgery on my friend after that. I uh, became a pharmacy technician after playing Doctor Mario. <laughs> so let's role play that next. After playing Wii Sports Resort. <laughs> yes, I became a uh, professional super skateboarder after playing Tony Hawk. You know, I, I bet I bet I actually am better at tennis after playing Wii Sports. I think I have the concept down a little a little more solid than I used to. And I'm definitely better at football after playing Madden uh, 93, 94, 95, Yeah, I actually understand football a little bit when it's on TV and someone's making me watch it. I'm like, hey, I know what a down is. <laughs> Actually, that reminds me of something. Um, does anyone here remember the game called writer Zach Huffman? Uh, is this about uh, Cheat Codes for Life? Well, it's about Zach in general. Yeah. Uh, well, after uh, Game Call, he wanted to become a newspaper reporter, uh, and one of his first assignments was working on the sports section of his paper, and he later told me that the only reason he was able to, to cover the sports at all was from playing sports video games. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason he knew anything about any of it. Wow. Hey, Zach Huffman. He became a master puzzle solver after playing Professor Layton. <laughs> 
I think the answer is no. Video games have never helped us do anything. No. Uh, I became a professional after playing Punch Out. <laughs> well, what about a uh, Math Blaster or uh Say it against me now. I mean, there are educational games. Hmm. I do think that I'm better at organizing things after playing Tetris. Oh, you know, me too. I, I can't can't argue with that. You on that one. Xbox Live indie games have taught me how to talk to girls. <laughs> I'm always terrible at it, at it, but now, thanks to, is that, thanks oh, to man. Xbox Live Indie Games, I'm cheating on my wife all the time. Now. <laughs> so, I, I, after I talked about one of those games and Minus the Pudding, um, and I then went on a rant about uh, how, in order to talk to girls, you shouldn't play these stupid games, you should just go outside and talk to a goddamn girl. Um, <laughs> I actually got a message from the developer of one of those who was yelling at me about that. He just went on this rant about how you can definitely learn uh, helpful things by playing these games and how it was terrible of me to say those things. I strongly doubt it. <laughs> Show me the science. Oh, that was cool. It's fun. I wish we got more hate mail. <laughs> you should make a whole column of it, although that I, might well, be one There's of not enough. Things. I would do it. I'm going to start saying more terrible, caustic things about video game makers. <laughs> If you want to get so much hate, you know, just rant about Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Call of Duty? More like Call of Duty. Whoa. <laughs> That's a good one, Paul. I guarantee you I'm the first person to ever think of that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, way ahead of you there. Uh, oh, we could make fun of Phoenix Wright. That should get all of our best fans uh, <laughs> up in a rage. That'll oh, get our great. Alexa rankings right up. You do that, you only get 11 emails. <laughs> we should get a lot of uh, YouTube comments, though, if we say something bad about Phoenix, right? That's true. That's fair. Or, like, if we said something bad about Nancy Drew, for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot of um, crossover uh, Michael Gray yeah, fans who would Michael not be Gray, happy about Another that. one for Michael Gray. <laughs> yeah. Or read about Halo. Now me another one. Uh, um, we make fun of Halo all the time. Just nobody reads our articles. <laughs> <laughs> the bottom line. I just we all think know people it. that play those games know better than to come to our site because we're just talking about Phoenix <laughs> well, no. Wright. I, I think that's a fair point, actually. I, I think because of the kind of stuff we write about and the kind of opinions we have, we don't really attract a lot of first-person shooter online gamer fans. Yeah. We attract a lot of adventure game fans, a lot of RPG They probably fans. go to the site and they see Train Frontier Express. <laughs> no, thank you. Did I tell you that the... the the person who made that game made me answer a trivia question before he would send me a review code. Oh. <laughs> yes, he did. Was it's it? such a it was such a mild game for the most part. Uh, when you die, it plays the 1812 overture. I thought that was funny, but otherwise, it's pretty pr- reasonably serious ish. Oh. So I'm surprised that they're such a funny. That's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I was I was reading their website. Their their personality really comes through in, uh, yeah. in their news posts. That's kind like of it's a, a lighthearted, it's a lighthearted fun game, but it's not like jokes a minute. Oh, maybe the next one. So what was the trivia question? Oh, it was it was uh, here. Let me let me look it up. Give me a second. <laughs> Ten years later. Okay, here's oh. here's his email. This is Eric from uh, Team Train Frontier. Uh, hey Paul. Okay, but first, riddle me this: <laughs> Who wrote the 2001 National Book Award winner, The Corrections? Did you just go like? Look it up on Wikipedia. I actually knew this one. This would be Uncle Jonathan Franzen. What? Uh, not really my uncle, but I no. always call him Uncle John. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I actually happen to know that one. Because it's a Franzen. Yeah, of course. I, I, I try to keep tabs on, on us. 
Yikes. I know there's another Paul Franzen who's some like uh, hotshot financial a- analyst. Oh. Interesting. There's, oddly enough, there's a Christian and a Jace Porter who is my brother, and we're both, uh, I believe, gay bodybuilders. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just awesome. Yikes. And that's definitely not you. Um, pretty sure. Hopefully. No, the body is a giveaway because he obviously has touched weights in his life, <laughs> whereas I have touched pizzas. BMI. <laughs> yes, I don't need to know about your uh, pizza fondling. I'll tell you all about it later. That's that's for the Game Cola podcast after hours. The After Dark podcast. Yeah. Yes. After, after Dark. Hours. Like flying toasters and whatnot. Yeah. Starfield. Dog eating your background. Yeah. Worms. Right. Anyway. I don't think anyone else knows what we're talking about, Jenny. <laughs> no, I never had those screensavers. Uh, I know I all, all Remember screensavers? <laughs> Yikes. All that they have now is that live aquarium thing. Oh, yeah, I use the uh, the photo slideshow one. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Or people still use the, like, rotating, bouncing text, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll use that sometimes. Not often, though. Usually it's just my antivirus. Did you know that the Flying Toasters uh, screensaver actually had a song that went with it, too, with lyrics and everything? Really? No, I didn't. Yeah. Flying out of the sun, uh, something, 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 toast. Those lyrics suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I only know this because um, my, my wife's family, they, they still have, like, an old computer running Windows 95, and they have that screensaver on it. <laughs> wow. Now I want to get it. I wonder if it works on Windows 7. I probably still have After Dark for Windows uh, on, you know, three floppy disks somewhere. I actually got it working on XP one time. I think the Xbox should have it built in. I bet there's a screensaver app you can buy on the Indie Games Marketplace. (laughs) That's what I need. My my DVD player has some sort of thing that has, like, a dolphin swimming around. And that's... But it's, like, not actually swimming. It's just, like, three frames of, like, you see something that vaguely looks like a bottle sticking out of the water, and then, like, all of a sudden, there's a dolphin jumping, like, three seconds later, and then you see, like, the dolphin's tail. And then, yeah. Do screensavers actually do anything? Uh, Back in the day when it was, like, CRT monitors, it would prevent it from, like, burning into the screen. Okay. Because it was, like, moving and changing. Right, okay. Uh, Whereas I did have a computer, uh, there was a computer at school that said, like, the login prompt... Like, permanently, even if it was unplugged, you would just see, like, the little login screen. It Like, someone basically left it on for a month, and... Huh, okay. Yeah. So that was the concept. But, but Like, when you uh, go to a, an arcade, like a bad arcade, where all the games are burned in, like, the arcade game at the pizza place that they paid 25 bucks for. It'll have, like, the Galaga main screen burnt right into it. <laughs> yeah. I once went to, ran into an old arcade machine that had Pac-Man, Galactica, Miss Pac-Man on it. And there's and I was wondering why no one was near it because there's well actually it was in Ocean City so I can't really blame them so they probably knew stuff but anyway I I put in a quarter and all of a sudden Pac-Man was moving like 50 miles an hour <laughs> high score with 99 99,999 points I was like what the hell that's awesome that was actually a big thing uh, later in Pac-Man's life. Later in the life of the Pac-Man games, it became a big thing to actually modify the cabinet. That's how Miss Pac-Man came about. It gave more challenge, and it got people to pay for it again. Huh. Huh. Little little trivia for you. How about that? I got to like level 
level 20 on that thing when normally I can only get us to like level 3. <laughs> can't catch me now, can't catch me now, Red Ghost, or whatever your name is, I don't really care. Uh, Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Yeah, I was gonna say. I forgot Pinky, though. I think when I was, was a kid, our uh, dentist, dentist office had uh, a free-to-play uh, double dragon machine. Whoa. Awesome. It was... I if I still lived in the area, I would still go to that dentist just for that reason. <laughs> you could actually get to the end of the game because you had infinite lives because it, there were no quarters involved anyway. Oh. You just push the button and now you have extra lives. Wow. Is it about time to wrap up the uh, podcast? I believe we have a good amount of content here. Here, uh, John, how do you contact uh, Game Cola? Hmm, I don't know. I always just go on my email and randomly type in letters, and they always come up to say podcast at gangcola.net. Oh, that's a good way. I like punching in random letters and seeing who I email. It's always us, though. We own the internet. Yes, it's a conspiracy. You can also check us out on Twitter. Uh, iTunes. Yeah, Facebook, iTunes. uh, Facebook, subscribe to me on YouTube. John's all over this. I like that. Right? Yeah. You gotta pimp yourself a little. Uh, what was uh, I gonna say? So what was that? Twitter, uh, look for Game Cola. Facebook, look for Game Cola. YouTube, um, the letters GC, the word, the word net, dot, dot net, G, I'm so tired. GC dot net. Uh, what else do we do in housekeeping? Um, subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us really high. Yeah, don't uh, rate us low. Review us, we only have three reviews on iTunes, I would really like to see more. John, have you reviewed us on iTunes yet? No, because I have no idea how to do that. Well, first, do you have iTunes? Yes. I'm talking you, to you on an iPhone right now. Whoa. <laughs> well, you you search for Game Cola in the iTunes store, and that's where you can subscribe and rate and review. It's just right there on the Game Cola page. So your homework for this weekend, this day. Oh, God. Your homework. is to, I would like to see a review by the end of this week, 100 words or less. Um, they only accept 200 characters. Perfect. <laughs> All right. make, them, make them small words. Game Cola, the only podcast that offers homework. <laughs> Texting style. <laughs> um, oh, if anyone if anyone wants to uh, join us in the call, like like John has so generously uh, donated his time for today, um, get in touch with and also podcast at gamecola.net. Email us uh, your Skype name or your actual uh, phone number. Apparently that works. Unless you're somewhere other than the U.S. or Canada. Yes. Got to be in the U.S. or Canada. Otherwise, uh, it doesn't work. Sorry. Um uh, sex dude yeah, we tried, but uh, then I tried adding you, and actually you added me within the last five minutes, but sadly we're ending the podcast now. Japan right now. Don't know. All of our listeners, yes, in Japan. They're very sad. Um, you can also visit our actual internet website, GameCola.net. We always forget that one. <laughs> it's on my list. important one. Yeah. I, th- I, feel like a, I strongly feel like a lot of the YouTube fans do not know we have a website. <laughs> Maybe we should get, like, a little watermark on those videos. <laughs> That's true. Or a big watermark. <laughs> a big one. Just have the entire video say, <laughs> go to yes. GameCola.net. Uh, let's see. Is this the end of the podcast? I think we're, uh... I think it might be. We did housekeeping. We did, uh, I guess, just time to thank everyone yeah. for, uh, listening. Thank you, uh, John, for being on the phone with us. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Again, anyone else who wants to join, just uh, email podcastinggamecall.net. We'll uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Paul and Christian, for being here. Oh, you're very thank welcome. You, yeah. And uh, this was podcast number 44. Uh, podcast 44. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. So long.
Does someone have a cricket in their room? Okay, is that is that coming through? I'll, I'll close the windows in here. I don't know. It's kind of fitting, though, in the quiet sections. 